Today on the newscast, what America can learn from Israel when it comes to turning back the radical tide that's weakening the country from within. That's next. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. It's no secret that America is facing major problems that only seem to be growing worse by the day. So what can be done to turn this nation around and turn back the radical tide that seeks to transform America into a place the founding fathers could have never imagined? How can America renew its focus on faith, family, and freedom, on the things that made this country the most prosperous and free country in the history of the world. Here's an interesting thought. Could Israel's history, both ancient and modern, hold clues to a turnaround for the United States? Author David Rubin has a unique perspective on this. David was born and raised in the U.S., but now lives in the biblical heartland of Israel, where he served as mayor of the biblical city of Shiloh in Samaria. David and his son, who was then a toddler, also survived a horrific terror attack at the hands of Palestinian terrorists. These life experiences have given David excellent perspectives that he's written about in his latest book, Confronting Radicals, What America Can Learn from Israel. Folks, as you are doing your summer reading, I highly recommend that you pick up this important book. You can get it at Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. I sat down with David recently at TBN's Jerusalem studio where we discussed why appeasing radicals never works, why family and faith are key to an American revival, and why embracing socialism will lead America to ruin. Take a look. You've written this important and timely book, David, Confronting Radicals, what America can learn from Israel. You were recently in the States. You're from the U.S. originally. When you look across the pond right now at the United States, what do you see and why are you so alarmed to the point where you've written this book? It's very troubling. Uh, it's, it's not something I wasn't aware of. But when I saw the, what, what came to be known as the George Floyd protests in America, city after city after city, on fire, with riots, with looting. New York City, you know, where I grew up, shut down. Macy's Herald Square all boarded up for fear of the rioters and the looters. And then I saw all the images of Americans' flags being burned and uh, Bibles being burned, monuments to American heroes being torn down. And it became so crystal clear that what is happening is not peaceful protests against racism. It was, it was so obvious, but it just became so crystal clear in my eyes. When I say confronting radicals, what America can learn from Israel, it should be said that the whole concept comes from the Bible. We have the, the verse in the writings of the prophets that says that Israel is supposed to be a light unto the nations. So what's a light unto nations? Does it mean that everything we do is perfect? And No, obviously, obviously we're not. We're stiff-necked people. Uh, we make a lot of mistakes. Uh, we've also had a lot of successes. Uh, so I, I say that Americans need to learn from our successes and our mistakes. Okay, so let's get to, let's get to some of them. Okay, first of all, radicals. How do you deal with radicals? How, how do you confront radicals who are who are doing all of the things that I just mentioned. 
How do you stop them from doing what they're doing? Well, first of all, basic lesson number one, you don't appease radicals. Uh, in America, you have the riots and the looting and the uh, burning down of American cities, uh, which in, included a lot of anti-Semitism, by the way, burning of synagogues, uh, vandalism of monuments to American heroes. And uh, so what, what was done in response? Well, a lot of the, the mayors and, and governors decided, well, they're, they're going to uh, sort of give a little bit. You know, they, they don't agree with the defund the police movement. Yeah. They, they don't think that, that it helps to take away funding from police, uh, but they wanted to appease them a little bit. So they announced that they're in favor of partial defunding of the police. You don't pander to terrorists, haters, and radicals. That's You'll number one. never be woke enough. One of the things I think Israel does right, David, there are Jews from every background, every nation here, every shade of skin color, but you all get along. It's like one big family here in Israel. America right now, everyone is at each other's throats, it seems like. How have you built that cohesion to bring such a diverse group of people from nations around the world to their ancestral homeland, and you've made it work and thrive? In Israel, as you said, we're one family. And we, uh, I can't say we don't have fights within the family. Uh, you know, you look at Israeli politics, <laughs> you know, it's quite unwieldy and... Yeah and it needs correction. But that's an important point, that you can correct things. If you correct things without honoring what came before it, without honoring the foundations, then you're just gonna let the whole thing fall apart. Now in America, there are strong foundations. The United States was built on strong Judeo-Christian yes. foundations. And the founding fathers, you know, you look at Washington, Jefferson, mm -hmm. Benjamin Franklin, Lincoln. These were all American heroes who honored the Judeo-Christian heritage. Yeah. By the way, they were all very close to Israel. And I'm not talking about the modern state of Israel that was established in 1948. I'm talking about Israel in the full historical sense. Uh, they were very closely connected. If you look at the logos of the Ivy League colleges, even today, they all have Hebrew words in the logos. Wow. And Hebrew words which come from the holy temple that stood in Jerusalem. Right behind us. Right behind where we're sitting right now. And, and so, so this, this is the heritage of the United States. And a lot of it comes from Israel's heritage. That's right. And if, if Americans don't reconnect to that, there's not going to be anything to hold them together because uh, you have to understand just, you know, having a, a good economy, making money, is, it, it'll hold people together for a while. But ultimately, people want things that are a lot deeper. Yeah. Talk a bit more about that, David, if you can. Um, the Jewish people, Israelis, are, are acutely aware of their history and connected to their history and family-oriented. It's another thing now that we're losing in the U.S. I think of Shabbat. I say, man, everyone should do Shabbat, Jew or non-Jew. It's the greatest thing. You're with your family. It's you, your family, and God with no devices for 24 hours straight. Talk about that family, yep. the stress on family in Israel as well, and how America can learn that. Because we had that so strong in America, and now it seems we're losing that. That's true. That's true. Uh, Americans did have it, and... Uh, 
there's a part of America now that just laughs about it and, and, and mocks it, in fact. You go to dinner and people are all on their phones. Uh, parents, kids are not even looking at each other. Look, in Israel, uh, we, we honor the traditional family. Uh, there's nothing wrong with saying that, uh, that a father and a mother uh, and children, are, that's the foundation, foundation of the Israeli family. You know, we sit down at the Sabbath table Friday night and, and everyone at the table sings a song honoring the Jewish mother, honoring the, you know, that hub of the family. And that's something that's falling apart in America where, where Nancy Pelosi says that you can't say mother or father in Congress and that they have to say parent number one or parent number two or, or it or you can't say he or she. And you're laying out the cures, David. No appeasement, uh, family cohesion, uh, just, you know, getting in touch, back in touch with the, the roots, tradition, history, culture of your nation. Um, and open up the creativity of people. Uh, uh, allow yes. the creativity to come forth. No to Marxism. Do away with that Marxism socialism. and socialism. We know about that. We had uh, Israel, the modern state of Israel, was a socialist country from 1948 until the early 1980s. What happens is that if you put too much power in the hands of the government, they're going to do all the wrong things. They're going to abuse that power. Israel had one television station, up until the opening up of the Israeli economy. Israel had one labor union, one mega union called the Histadrut, up until the opening up of the Israeli economy. And uh, there was one health fund, one health insurance fund. People Uh, don't know that. I think a lot of Americans watching wouldn't know that. You could not choose your doctor. Yeah. Uh, Now now we have five. And, uh, you know, so, so there is no question that socialism, which has been idealized in, in a lot of American colleges where 90% of the professors are Democrats, uh, it has been idealized and it, and it shouldn't be. I'm, I'm telling you from the Israeli experience, we today have a roaring free market economy and we love it. That's right. And a groundbreaking, innovative nation. Last question. You mentioned AOC and Bernie Sanders, part of the growing progressive anti-Israel wing in the U.S. Uh, number one, how concerned are you about that? And I think of the biblical mandate uh, to bless Israel. That is a, a cursing on Israel from these people. And secondly, David, if we continue down this road in the U.S., this, this leads nowhere good. Yeah, and it's not progressive. Progressive means moving forward. Yes. Uh, that's another, they, there's a semantic game that's being played here. Yeah. It's radicalism. It's radical Marxist ideology. And sadly, uh, the connection to Israel, the the more America moves in that direction, uh, the less it's going to gain from that positive connection with Israel uh, that Benjamin Franklin spoke about and George Washington spoke about and prayed about. Uh, That is what will strengthen America in these times. That is what will help America to get over the hump and to get past all of this. And I want to emphasize, there is no change that is not irreversible. And uh, conservative Americans have to start working at the grassroots level through education, get on the school boards, 
through the media, wherever possible, and work to change the system. Thanks again to David Rubin for joining us. It's a great book with a very unique perspective on America's problems and the solutions all drawing on Israel's experience. It's a fascinating and important read. And again, you can pick up Confronting Radicals by David Rubin at Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Now you can see my interview with David and other fresh new material tonight on the Watchmen TV show on TBN. If you like the newscast, you will love our 30-minute weekly TV show. You can catch it every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time and Fridays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern only on TBN. And folks, let's pray for revival, because if America does not turn back to God, we will continue to decline. To whom much is given, much will be required. Thanks so much for joining us here today on the newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.